Welcome to Connect Church. We're a new church in the East Windsor Heightstown area, and we're a church that is looking to connect to Jesus and community. We're so glad you've joined us. Hello everyone and welcome to Connect Church. My name is Frank and I'm the pastor here and we're so glad that you're watching with us today, wherever you're watching from. Today looks a little bit different. It's not a full service like you normally are used to on a Sunday morning. Uh, and the reason for that is this. So a lot of times around the holidays, we're already busy and then we have to prepare like a worship set for church and practice or a kid's lesson. And we're not able to be fully present with those that we care about through the season um, because we're worried about getting ready to, to serve on a Sunday. And so this Sunday we, we took a step back and, and we took off for services so that you can be present this week. Spend time with those you care about. Uh, be fully present in the moment. Um, and, and we encourage you, connect with some of your family, connect with some of your friends, maybe people you haven't seen in a while. Once you're done watching this, Zoom with them. Uh, or if you're watching this with your family right now, just pause and take some time to discuss this after. Um, pray together as a family. Uh, the time that you would be in church today, maybe take some of that time and ask God uh, how he can work in your life in this coming year. Use this time to, to rest, to be mindful, to pray, and to invite God to work in your life. Next week, we're back fully with our services. And so we're excited to see you all and, and be back together again. Um, and our week of fasting is going to be January 10th to the 17th. And so again, fasting is, is giving up something that takes up a significant part of our life to focus on God. And so we want to start the year off with that habit in our spiritual life. Um, and so you can fast from food, you can fast from TV, social media, uh, spend some of the time today praying and maybe asking God how you can fast that week uh, in a way to hear his voice clearer, to spend time with him and to, to kick the year off with a great week of growing our relationship with him. What a year 2020 has been. At the start of 2020, Connect Church, our church, didn't even exist. Uh, in fact, it was largely still just a dream in Rachel and I's hearts. Uh, we had had a couple informational meetings at our parent churches, Lifetree and Pennington, uh, but really Connect Church didn't exist as you know it. January, though, kicked off with an exciting moment for us where Dave and Megan said that they were in to be part of the team. This was such a crucial moment for my faith in the journey because up to that point, I felt like it was Rachel and I's burden, uh, that it was us carrying this. And as soon as Dave and Megan said that they were in, it was a faith-building moment for us, uh, a, a moment for me to, to breathe deeply and say, we're not in this alone. In February, Angela said that she was in to lead our teams and to our volunteer culture and to make sure uh, that the people who serve at our church feel loved and valued. And again, it was another moment of like, okay, awesome. Like there's a team, something great is happening here. And then in March was kind of the, the most exciting moment. We had our first ever launch team meeting. We got the team together for the first time and, and we got to pray over the church and cast some vision for the church. And it was just such an incredible moment to see something that had been dreamed about for years finally beginning to, to take shape. And then the world shut down. Uh, 
everything changed. We were quarantined and locked down in our homes. And it was a moment of going, for me personally, asking, uh, God, what am I supposed to do here? I, I have no idea. How do you plant a church in a pandemic? There aren't books on that. There's a lot of church planning books, but none of them give you advice on how to plant through a pandemic. And so I joined a few Zoom calls with other church planners and networks. And one of the, the things that I learned in hearing that for a lot of church planners, they had to delay a year because they needed the funds in, to, to raise their funds to be able to plant. Um, they didn't have support behind them. And so they weren't going to be able to launch until they raised sufficient funds. And for me, again, in a moment, it was God's faithfulness and a reminder to me saying, I'm in this. I knew that this was going to be a crazy year. And, and he knew that by giving us two parent churches who support us, who helped fund us, who helped us kick off uh, in, despite the craziness. And so, again, I saw God's faithfulness in the story of Connect Church, where so many church planners were putting their dreams on pause and worrying if they were ever actually going to be able to launch and do what God had called them to. It, for me, it was a moment of peace because of what God was doing in our church. And then Nadine joined the team to lead our worship. And, and that was a very exciting moment as well. I don't know if you've ever heard me sing or try and play an instrument before, but if you have, you wouldn't come back to our church. And so just incredibly thankful that Nadine joined to be able to lead our worship, to, to develop our worship team and invest in them and, and, and just do such a great job with them. And then from there, our staff was complete. Uh, we were still Zooming with our launch team and we were kind of like, all right, we're going to go for this still. And so in July, we had our first preview service online. And I'll never forget, everyone asked, what do you think? You had your first service. And <laughs> my response often was like, I don't know, people watched it. That was cool. Um, I don't know what it means, but people watched it. So it's better than nobody watching it. Um, and the online service experience, if you know, is it's weird it's hard to engage with worship uh, you oftentimes will get distracted by other things going on because you're not present with other people and it's just a weird experience and then our launch was approaching september 27th and we thought well this year we may be launching online and that's kind of a bummer we were bummed out about it but hey it is what it is and and then just another moment of God's faithfulness in the story of Connect Church, um, where a church nearby said, hey, we are open to letting you meet in our church. And in that moment, it was just such an encouragement to, to my faith and again, the faith of our staff and our church to say, we get to celebrate what God has done in person today. And we see all throughout the story of Connect Church that God is writing the story. The story that he called us to a couple years ago, he knew exactly what he was doing in that moment and that he was faithful through all of it. Yeah, it looks totally different than how I would have thought. And yet I can see God's hand in so many different stories and things that he has done in the life of Connect Church in the few months that we've existed. This is a year where a lot of things have gotten paused and delayed but God made a way for Connect Church to be a church. And to say that, it still hasn't all been easy. 
And, it, and there have been incredible moments where God has boosted our faith and shown us that he's working and moving in this, but it isn't necessarily easy. Some of you, we haven't seen since that March launch meeting. You've, you've been quarantined and playing it safe, and, and we miss you, and it's hard to not be able to see you. And some of you are excited to be part of what we're doing, and, and there's kind of a, a, a longing to be part of this in person and, and to be in, and that part is hard. We have no idea what Sundays are going to look like. Uh, who is going to show up? I mean, depending on if numbers spike that week or not, who's going to show up in service? Will we even have an in-person service? For a, for a while, every staff meeting on Tuesday nights, we sit there and we go, is it smart to have it this week? And you're having discussions that you didn't think you would have. But again, through all of it, God is faithful. And as I say that, it reminds me of this verse today in 1 Corinthians 4 through 9. It says this, I always thank my God for you because of his grace given you in Christ Jesus. For in him you have been enriched in every way with all kinds of speech and with all knowledge. God thus confirming our testimony about Christ among you. Therefore, you do not lack any spiritual gift as you eagerly wait for our Lord Jesus Christ to be revealed. He will also keep you firm to the end so that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful, who has called you into his fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Just a few things this morning that stand out to me from this verse. The first one is, I love the part where Paul, in his introduction to the letter for Corinthians, says, I always thank my God for you. He's sincerely thankful for the work that the Corinthian church is doing. He, he's thanking them for continuing the mission that he had started in the church in Corinth before he moved to Ephesus. And, and, and hear this, other people working together can often be a reminder of the faithfulness of God. All of you who have played a part in helping Connect Church get off the ground this year have shown God's faithfulness to my life and, and to Rachel's life and then to our staff's life. In the moments where you guys have stepped up and, and carried the mantle and, and gone above and beyond and, and been flexible with filming videos and doing things that normally we wouldn't even think about, you're a reminder of God's faithfulness. When he called us to this a couple years ago, he knew what 2020 would look like, but he also called us for this time right here, right now. And you joining help confirm what God is doing in our hearts. And so thank you to so many of you who have been part of the story of Connect Church this year. You helped us get off the ground, you helped us launch, and, and you helped build faith. As we look around and we see a church exist, I've talked to so many pastors the past couple months and they go, you planted during this? And they ask why, and I was like, one, I believe that God has called me to this and two, I have an incredible group of people who are flexible and who are willing to buy in and be part of this, even though we really have no idea what the next day might look like. And then Paul goes on to say, you've been enriched in every way with all kinds of speech and all knowledge. And this was the effect of grace in the life of the Corinthian church. The Corinthians were a rich church because of their speech and their knowledge of Jesus. The work of God and the Corinthian Christians could be seen by what they said and the way that they lived their life. Later on, if you continue reading, you'll see they weren't perfect, but they knew who God was. And it reminds me of our value, uh, of, our, of our mission of connecting people to Jesus and community. 
It's all about knowledge in Jesus. Would we be enriched in every way with all kinds of speech and all knowledge of who Jesus is? Paul continues, he will keep you firm to the end. See, the the Corinthian church had their strong points. There were things that they did really well, but they also had their weak points. But Paul praises their positives, and then he expresses confidence that because of God's faithfulness, he will take care of the weak points. He will keep you firm to the end because of his faithfulness. Connect Church is a baby church, or a few months old. We have our strong parts, we have our weak parts, but we can look forward with great expectation knowing that because of God's faithfulness, because he's called us to this, that he's going to work and move and he's going to change hearts in this town and in these people. How can Paul be confident of this in the Corinthian church? He can be confident of this because God is faithful. We can be confident that God is going to do exactly what he said when he called Connect Church into existence because he is faithful. He is the one who called us into fellowship with his son. And he is the one who will confirm us to the end, present us at blameless beca- as blameless because of the work that Jesus has done on the cross. In the first 10 verses, this is interesting in Corinthians 1 here, Paul refers to Jesus in every single verse for a total of 11 times. And so Paul is kicking off his letter with an emphasis on Jesus to make sure this. Yeah, the Corinthian church was facing some problems. There was some uncertainty. But if they kept their eyes fixed on Jesus, they were going to be fine because he's faithful Again, we are planting a church in the middle of a pandemic. We, we have no idea what the next day might look like. Yeah, there's hope with a vaccine on the way. But if we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, he is faithful. Would we not look to our own strength and our own understanding, but would we look to Jesus? And so today in your life, In what areas of your life have you seen God be faithful in 2020? And and I encourage you, take some time, maybe pause the video and, and ask that question. How have you seen God be faithful in your life in 2020? And then write it down. Put it somewhere to remind you of it. On the days where, where you're struggling and you're not sure if you hear God or, or you feel him, look at these moments and remind yourself of God's faithfulness. Even just in writing this and talking about all the ways that God has been faithful this year in my life and in our church, it built my faith. This year has been a hard year. But as I look back on it and I see all that God has done, he is faithful and he is good. What are some areas in your life that you want God to, or that God has been faithful in your life this year? Then the next part, what areas of your life are you looking forward to God being faithful in 2021? What are some areas where you need God to show up and to work and to move in this next year? Write them down. And then I encourage you, put them somewhere where you will see it, on a mirror where you brush your teeth. And every day as you wake up, as you start off your day, would you pray them? 
God, I need you to be faithful here. My, this person I really care about is struggling. Be with them. God, this person this year, I really need them to come to know you. God, would you draw them to you? God, in my own life, there's this area of brokenness and pain. Would you help me this year finally look to you to bring complete healing to it? How do you need God to be faithful in your life this year? Pause, take some time, reflect, pray about it. Would this, not, would this next year not just be another year of going through the motions but, it would, but would it be one where we look back and we celebrate the faithfulness of God and would it grow our faith that we look forward in bigger expectation for what God is going to do in us and through us to the people around us this coming year? We can trust in who God is because he has been faithful. If nothing else, he sent his son Jesus to come and to die for us that we could be made right with God. We all make mistakes, we've all sinned, we've all fallen short, but because of Jesus' death and resurrection, we have forgiveness. It's the greatest thing that we have to look forward to and to celebrate. Let's pray as we close this morning out. Jesus, today we thank you just for your faithfulness. God, that despite a crazy year, a tough year, God, you called Connect Church into existence. God, would you build our faith? Would you build our trust in who you are today? God, would we look forward to this next year with expectation for you to work and to move in our lives because you are faithful? God, would we dream? Uh, for some of us who may have been beaten down this year, God, would we just be reminded of your faithfulness to dream that you can work and move and do great things? And God, most of all, we just thank you for being our savior of reconciling us broken humanity to you, a faithful and loving God. In your name I pray, amen. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this encourages you to take your next steps in your faith journey with God. You can check us out more on connectchurchnj.com. Have a great day.